0: You're listening to Authorpreneurs Unleashed with host Catherine McClatchy, demystifying the business of writing. Hello, Authorpreneurs. Today, we're going to talk about tabling. It doesn't seem like tabling has made it into most dictionaries yet, or perhaps it's a regional word used to describe hosting a table, a booth, or a station, at a conference, a convention, a festival, or a large event. Have you considered building your authorpreneur brand awareness and community through big live events. There are so many opportunities to have an author or vendor table or booth. So today we're going to talk about tabling. I'm getting ready for an event this weekend after being virtual for the last two years. Not only am I rethinking and refreshing how I table, but I've been fielding questions from other authors who haven't done this before. Here's what I've learned over the years of being either an attendee of manning tables at various events and even being an event organizer. First, let's talk about where to find opportunities to have an author booth or table. When you go to events, ask current vendors who to talk to in order to get a space at the next event or check the website associated with the event to see how to get involved. Here's some things to consider. Festivals, festivals, craft or trade day markets, often outdoors and good weather. Consider author events like book fairs and bookstores, but also consider partnering with a related store. If your book is about dogs, ask a pet shop owner if you can set up a table and display on a busy Saturday. If your story is set in a bakery, ask your favorite local bakery if you can set up a table. Consider professional conferences and trade shows that may not be author-focused, but yet are on brand for you consider fan conventions for your genre or pop-up shops in stores that mesh with your brand or run with a local food truck if on brand be creative there are plenty of opportunities to table beforehand there are things to ask and confirm with your event organizer what is the purpose of this event what is their purpose and what is your purpose as an author are you hosting a table to sell books to build community to raise brand awareness to network with other authors or reader groups for charity for professional growth etc cetera, etc cetera? it really helps to know what your purpose is beforehand so you know what to plan what to prepare and what mindset you want to be in ask about the audience. Learn as much as possible ahead of time about participants, their demographics, psychographics, and expectations. Just like you want to consider your audience when you're writing your book or when you're on social media, you want to consider the audience that you will be engaging with at a live event. Consider the genre Is the event genre specific as far as literary genres and or what is the tone of the event? Do you need to be prepared for a fun cosplay active event or is this more business casual among professionals or could it be formal? If you're doing a charity event, maybe it is black tie. So know this ahead of time. Know what the tone of the event is going to be so you can match yourself to that event and make the best impression possible. Ask about costs. Oftentimes there are table fees, marketing and swag expenses. The cost of your time, is it worth your effort to be there? What giveaways are expected? Regarding giveaways, are there rules or guidelines? Is it expected that you have a giveaway or is it discouraged that you have a giveaway? Do you need to donate something to the organization as a raffle or silent auction item? It always helps to ask these questions in advance. Also ask for recommendations. Ask the event organizer what to expect. What about the event culture? Is there a history here that you want to know about or is this the first time this has happened? What about attendees? Are they professional? Are they genre-based? Are they crafty? What do they know? What about the location? Indoor? Outdoor? Is there electricity? Is there not? Do you need to have a canopy? Is it all taken care of for you? Ask what's worked well previously for other authors who have tabled at this event. Maybe they have some suggestions about what you want to bring, what you need to bring. If you need to bring your own table and chair, for instance, that's not always provided. So you want to get that clarified up front. Next thing to consider is to make your visuals appealing and on author brand. You should know your brand first. So what do you want people to leave knowing about you? Think then about how you're going to draw your ideal reader or client or customer into your space in order to engage with them. So things that make your table or your booth visually appealing would include your books for sale. If you're just starting out as a new author, maybe you don't have many books. Consider sharing with a friend. Ask another author friend if they would go in with you, have these on the table, or maybe your local writing group, a bunch of people would like to go in on a table at an event. It always helps to have a more experienced author go with you. Even if you end up picking up the cost of the event, just having somebody there to help you figure out how this works, to cover you when you need a break, to Promote your work while you're learning how to do that. These are all really helpful and useful. Don't forget to bring a way to take payments. Credit and debit are easy to handle on smartphones these days through Venmo, PayPal, Square, etc. And people still bring cash, so don't forget to have change available and a safe place to keep the money. Let's talk about decor. A lot of people worry about this. It's really quite simple. Consider if you're indoors or outdoors first, because that's going to determine what you want to have. You can get table coverings from uh, friends or estate sales or event planners. A lot of times you can find them quite cheaply on brand for your colors. Consider retractable banners. Not required, but if you have lead time to prepare for this, For $130, you can get a very professional retractable banner that stands up tall next to your booth or table. For less than $300, you can get a two-sided banner. They look very professional, but keep in mind, if you're outdoors, they might blow over. So consider your situation where you're going to be. Think about something interactive that visitors can do while they're talking with you, or maybe that will draw them in. If you um, are doing some type of a caper book, maybe consider puzzles or a caper that they can kind of run through at your table. If you are having a story with baking or recipes, maybe have samples that they can test or taste, or maybe ask them, do you want to be a taste tester? You know, please fill out this questionnaire while you're taking samples. There's all kinds of ways to be active and interactive. Again, check with your event organizer and make sure that food's acceptable. Think about icebreakers and eye-catching items that will visually represent your brand. So in my case, my logo is a silver candelabra, and I actually have a silver candelabra that I bring, and instead of candles, I put little plants on it. Uh, Unleashing the next chapter is homage to my service dog, Gizmo, a black lab, and so I have a stuffed gizmo that I can put out on the table as well. So think about what visually represents your brand and what might can bring people in and have them ask questions. Speaking of questions, consider a topics poster. I love posters that say, ask me about, and then list some of your pillar topics or icebreaker questions that you are ready and able to answer. It really helps the visitors who may be introverted like many of us writers are introverted to have some suggestions maybe they want to come talk to you but they're not sure what to talk about have a variety of questions available that they can ask you make some fun or silly make some more serious or related to your expertise Use these questions to attract your ideal reader. No, not everybody is going to want to talk about those things, but isn't that better to know before you are staring at somebody trying to figure out what to say? Consider your marketing materials and business cards. Plan this ahead of time, you know, a couple of weeks to order and get them in. So don't wait till the last minute. But you want to make sure that you have business cards at a minimum. Make sure you have a QR code on everything that you put out. I like using a QR code that links to either my smart, smart links or to a link tree type of page on everything. That way people can scan those QR codes, even if they can't stop to speak with you. Consider creating posters, brochures. Make sure, here's a big one, guys. Make sure your pictures look like you on the day of the event. I've seen a number of marketing materials that include the author's headshot but it's obvious that was taken 10 years ago when they were heavier lighter different colored hair maybe didn't have hair did have hair whatever if the picture doesn't look like the person standing in front of them that's going to create a disconnect that you don't want to deal with also make sure that what you're wearing has pockets pockets are key folks you want to walk around and talk to other vendors, go get something for lunch or a snack, stretch your legs at some point. You're going to find somebody waiting in line at the bathroom that you're going to want to give a business card to. I swear it happens every time. And not having pockets is the most frustrating thing when you're at most events like this. So let's talk about swag and giveaway uh, drawings, these type of things. Maybe you want to have a basket on your table that people can leave their business cards in or fill out, uh, sign up for your newsletter, these kind of things. This is all helpful and good, but remember your purpose when deciding what to give away. I've gone to a number of events where authors really shell out dollars to give away e-readers and big baskets of books and things that you think are appropriate, but really aren't on brand. If I'm looking at an e reader, what about that is going to remind me of that specific author? If I'm reading your books, obviously that will help me remember you, but is there something that you can add as a giveaway? that is really on brand for you that is unique not every author is doing it and something that will make people think of you and a good experience with you so again with your swag your giveaways your drawings you don't have to do them but what is your purpose why are you doing it if you're trying to get a lot of people engaged maybe give out a number of smaller things if you're trying to really get hype and show off a new launch a new book a new endeavor maybe you want to do something a little bit bigger so consider your purpose consider what the item uh, will represent and consider who's going to be using this item don't make it a generic thing that they can buy at walmart the bag themselves remember you are the brand so dress appropriately to the event and your brand wear your brand colors remember comfortable shoes oh my goodness you will be on your feet a lot Think about how you can incorporate your book's genres or themes into your outfit. If cosplay is appropriate for the event, go for it. If the event is more professional or formal, perhaps some elements of your brand can be added as an accessory to your outfit. Be it your jewelry, scarf, tie, uh, crazy socks, whatever it is, you can pull off something brand related, even if it's a formal affair. So consider that you want to make sure you're appropriate for the event and you're appropriate for your brand because you, my friend, are your brand. Here's a bonus tip. Do a dry run at home a few days before the event. This will save you so much time and harassment. Lay out a table, organize everything, figure out how you want it because the morning of the event, things go wrong, people run late, the weather changes, a box gets missed, whatever. Things just don't always go right. But if you already have this thought out and you have some options you know what you have you know how much room you need you know if your table is going to look sparse and you need more when you're at home and can grab more or if you have too much planned maybe your table isn't going to hold everything you thought you wanted to have on it do a dry run at home and then here's the key take some pictures from a couple of different angles take pictures of your table lay it out the way you like it because the morning of the event oftentimes there's somebody there to help you unload or set up. And it's much easier to pull out your phone and say, this is what my table's going to look like when it's set up. And they can help you do that. Or if you have a helper that you can bring with you, it's really nice to show them what you imagine your table looking like. That being said, though, don't be afraid to change plans if something doesn't work out the way you thought it would once you get to the event, but it's always easier. I find to go in with a plan than to have to figure it out from scratch. Once you get there, let's talk about elevator pitches. Next, please take time before you get to the event, to come up with a list of elevator pitches. You want to have a spiel prepared appropriate to that audience and that setting. So, Elevator pitch, how are you going to introduce yourself? Think about that before you get there. Do you want to introduce yourself as a romance writer or as a author who writes about certain themes or tropes? Do you want to introduce yourself as a common Joe or as a professional with whatever credentials come behind your name? Think this through ahead of time and maybe have two or three ways to introduce yourself that's appropriate depending upon who comes up to you. Elevator pitches for your books because people are going to ask you, What's your book about? You want it to be 30 words or 30 seconds or less. You always want to leave them wanting more. If you tell them too much about the book or you ramble on about your book, it's going to be frustrating for you and them. So figure out your elevator pitch ahead of time. Write it down. If you have to memorize it, you can tweak it. You don't have to be word perfect in the moment, but if you have nothing prepared, you will end up looking like you don't know what you're talking about. Also consider questions that you can ask to engage passerbys and visitors to your table. A lot of times they come up to you, not sure what they want or what to ask. It really helps if you can have some questions ready to ask them and to engage them. And it'll also help you figure out, are these your people or do these need to go on to the next table and find another author that they'll love? Remember, your job isn't to bring everybody into the fold. It's to find your ideal reader what questions are likely to be asked of you think this through maybe ask some authors who have been to events like this before what are questions that are commonly asked and think through those answers ahead of time it'll help you not to have to stop and think and consider if you can have a creative or a snappy or an in-depth answer all ready to go Make sure you have lots of water on hand. I'm just going to say, as we're talking about talking, you will be so thirsty because you will be talking almost all day if you're lucky. So plan to have water. A lot of events organizers will have water for you, but it might be... On the other end of the venue so it's really helpful if you can have your favorite beverage of choice on hand and just a tip be careful with carbonated beverages because you may end up burping through those conversations so think about what you do best with also as you're prepping what to say consider your calls to action Um, have a few CTAs available of various levels. And by levels, I mean the things that people can do easily, no problem, and maybe some things that are not so easy. Uh, What do you want them to do when they leave you or before they leave you? Do you want them to subscribe to your newsletter? I saw one author at an event that kept her uh, tablet out And people could just go ahead and put their information in her newsletter subscription bar right there on her tablet before they even left. Do you want them to buy books? That's a little more because you're asking them to part with cash. Do you want them to register for a course or an upcoming event? That's an even more difficult thing because there's usually a bigger expense and time commitment involved. So think about what you have to offer. It might be as simple as, you know, would you be interested in being a beta reader? Would you like to be on my launch team? Would you like a copy uh, to enter a raffle, sign up for my newsletter, and perhaps win a copy of my book? Think this through before you get there because these are things that are going to make your table more attractive and have more things to talk about. And hopefully it'll help you find your ideal readers. The last thing we're going to talk about is how to take advantage of this event of tabling at this event for your future content marketing or content marketing in general because we all need to be creating content to let people know we exist on social media before the event even happens you can go ahead and promote the event on your social media ahead of time the event organizers will love you make sure to tag the event use their brand hashtags and then add content for you and promo for them. It's a win-win. Also, don't forget to share or retweet their posts. Add it to your online events calendar if you have such a thing on your website or blog. It helps for your followers that already exist to know that you're out and about and doing your authorly thing. And it's also useful for the event organizers to get more buzz going. While you're at the event, make sure to get lots of pictures, lots of pictures. You want pictures with your fans, pictures with other authors, pictures with presenters. All of these make for great social media posts, and they don't have to be done the day of. You don't have to do a photo dump and make it all in real time. Some of these can be saved for Flashback Fridays posts, Or you can save them for leading up to next year's event if this is an event you want to do again. I usually come away from an event with about enough pictures for the next quarter. So plan ahead. Think how you can use them. Think how you can share them and bring attention to other people, not just yourself. One of the uh, tips that I've picked up over the years is when I get a picture with somebody, I'll ask them for their business card. If it's, you know, another presenter or another author with a table. Once you see their business card, jot the time down on the back of the card that's going to help you later to match up the timestamps on your photos with the person so you get their names right it's really hard to keep up with who you're taking pictures of in the moment and even though you know you're going to remember that person once you get home oftentimes you don't so get a business card jot the time down on the back of their card stick it in your pocket and you're good to go also think about short videos This is a great opportunity for you to take videos for B-roll that you can use in social media posts later. It's a good opportunity to do video for Reels and TikToks that can be used as is. Um, Having the sound of the event going on behind you replaces the need in a lot of cases for you to come up with trending audio. So consider what's going on when you're taking breaks or when you have some downtime and nobody's around you, go ahead and take some video on your phone just real quick 15 to 30 seconds, that's all you need. Uh, do a tour of the event, interview other writers, other authors. Maybe if you find somebody fascinating comes up to talk to you that's on brand, you want to interview them real quick and ask them a question or ask them what they're enjoying about this or something that is appropriate to share with social media. And, and of course, ask them if you can tag them as well and build their social media profile simultaneously. Another thing to do if you get there early enough, or if you have a break early in the morning, is introduce yourself to those tabling around you. And if you find somebody that seems like a collaborative soul, ask them if they would mind taking pictures and videos of you while you're engaging with people, and then you'll return the favor and take pictures of them engaging with their fans you can trade those photos and then you have another photographer from another perspective getting some nice images and you might find some really great shots that way and it also is a great way to build friendships with other authors don't forget to blog about the event afterwards even if it's a micro blog on instagram or a full blog on your website or a note in your newsletter. Talk about the event. What did you learn? What was most enjoyable? What did you learn for next time that you'll be able to apply? What inspiration did you take away from the event? Hopefully your people watching too, right? So what inspiration did you take away from the event that you can apply to your next book or story? Add that information into your blog so you have a record of it or consider vlogging video blog. You can do a day in the life of or day at the event kind of thing and do a vlog for your own social media and then tag the event as a thank you. Don't forget to say a public thank you to the event organizers and attendees on social media. Again, these are ways that you can Do content marketing for yourself, for other authors, for the event, and it'll keep your face in front of your new fans. We talked today about five key things, where to find opportunities to have an author booth or table, things you want to ask or confirm of the event organizers ahead of time, how to be visually appealing and on brand as you're thinking about your table and decor And what you're going to give away, know your elevator pitches and take advantage of tabling for future content marketing. If you have any other suggestions or questions, I would love for you to send me an email or direct message. You can find me at Catherine at unleashingthenextchapter.com or I'm on social media as at Catherine McClatchy or at KM McClatchy. Thanks for listening today. Come back next week as we continue to demystify the business of writing. Head on over to AuthorpreneursUnleashed.com forward slash podcast for show notes, links, and more.